It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Tammy Bruce. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, April 29th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. Some two months into this war in Ukraine, and for the first time, we're hearing that an American citizen has been killed in the fighting. This just shows how dangerous it is for these soldiers on the front lines, no matter where they come from. And I think that it, it once again shines a spotlight on the people who are affected by this war. This is the Fox News Rundown. War on Ukraine. Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Former U.S. Marine Willie Joseph Cancel of New York has been killed in Ukraine. The 22-year-old leaves behind a wife and seven-month-old baby. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admires his passion to go to Ukraine, but advises against it. We know people want to help, um, but we uh, do encourage Americans to find other ways to do so rather than traveling to uh, rather than traveling to Ukraine to fight there. It is a war zone. Um, it's an active war zone. Um, and we know Americans face significant risks. If we've seen it's an active war zone that doesn't seem to care who's in it. Just yesterday, the Russians fired missiles at the Ukrainian capital of Kiev while U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres was in the city as part of a trip that involved a meeting with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and a number of other visits around this area. Our guest today is Fox News reporter Trey Yinks, who is in Ukraine once again. It's significant because Guterres had just met earlier in the week with Russian President Vladimir Putin to talk about a variety of topics, including that besieged city of Mariupol. And it was symbolic in a way but in a very bad way, because it indicates that President Putin, as we have seen, doesn't care who is visiting the Ukrainian capital. He doesn't care what diplomats or world leaders are in Ukraine. He will still launch attacks against this city and cities across the country. Yeah, and recently, the United States Secretary of State and Secretaries of Defense, they went into Kiev also to visit with President Zelensky. As far as Gutierrez goes, that's a very interesting revelation there, that he first met with Putin, and then all of a sudden, the missiles start flying in Kiev again. Had things been quiet before that visit, or have you noticed an uptick in attacks against the capital recently? So around the capital, we've heard air raid sirens the past several days going off multiple times a day, but most of the attacks have been sporadic across the bulk of Ukraine. Everything right now is very focused on an eastern front in the Donbass region. So this stretches from Kharkiv in the north down to Donetsk in the south and then to Mariupol along the coast. And this is where the fighting is taking place, a massive offensive by Russian forces. So a lot of the ground fighting that we saw, the artillery and the airstrikes and a variety of tactics being used by the Russians have now shifted further east. So occasionally there is fire on the capital of Kiev, but it's certainly not as heavy as when this conflict first began. So what did the Secretary General have to say after his visit with President Zelensky, specifically about some of the conditions that he took a tour of, not only inside the city, but about the suburbs also? Yeah, the Secretary, like many others who have visited the suburbs of Kiev, 
noted just how horrible this experience has been for the Ukrainian people. When world leaders get to come to Ukraine and see firsthand what it's like here and how many people have suffered as a result, not only of these Russian attacks that we're talking about, but also the Russian occupation in the areas outside the capital. There were many Ukrainians who spent weeks under Russian control. And as we've seen with our eyes and with our cameras, these stories of devastation and evidence of things that will be investigated as war crimes, mass graves, people describing torture and rape and the worst of mankind taking place in Ukraine. So it is quite important to have people like the UN Secretary General and other leaders and officials such as Secretary Blinken and, and Secretary Austin come to the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv because the stories are very accessible. So they can hear from the people who experienced what happened, just how bad it really was. It's one thing to see it on television and a whole nother thing, Trey, is you've experienced firsthand to see some of this devastation in real life. We're speaking with Fox News reporter Trey Yanks, who's inside Ukraine as we wrap up yet another week of this war, which really has dragged on into another month now and no end in sight. Some of the big headlines as we wrap up this week is now an American citizen has been killed in the fighting in Ukraine. Trey, is this story making any waves over there? What are you hearing about it? It is. It is one of many stories we've heard this week of foreign fighters on the ground in Ukraine trying to help the Ukrainian forces and being killed in the line of fire. In this case, it was a 22-year-old who was reportedly working with a private military company. But it is significant because it just shows how dangerous it is for these soldiers on the front lines no matter where they come from. And it certainly will make headlines in the United States as an American citizen. And I think that it once again shines a spotlight on the people who are affected by this war. Each and every person, whether they are an innocent civilian stuck amid the conflict or whether they are someone who is part of the military fighting on the front lines against the Russian military. These are humans and they have family and they have identity and they have interest outside of a conflict. And so many lives are changed forever as a result of what's happening on the ground in Ukraine and this latest casualty as we've seen a 22 year old American citizen. We're speaking today with our guy in Ukraine, Fox News reporter Trey Yanks, as this war gets up over two months long now. We have much more coming on the other side of this short break. Trey, have you noticed many other Americans or even even other foreigners during your travels in Ukraine since you've been back there? There are a number of Americans and people who aren't from here simply operating on the ground in humanitarian capacities. And this is especially the case in neighboring Poland. There are many Americans who have traveled to the region to do what they can to help. And we actually saw a lot of those stories when we were briefly in Lviv on our way to Kyiv. And I know some of my colleagues have covered this quite extensively on the ground in Lviv in Western Ukraine because it's a bit of a safer environment and it allows for foreigners to come and help out where they can. In some cases, these are people who are participating in food programs to make sure the Ukrainian people are fed. In other cases, we've heard from nonprofit organizations from the United States that are helping orphans. And there's just a variety of things that come up amid a war like this that you don't initially think of. It's not just the food the water and the shelter, 
it's the mental health resources. It is the hygiene products, a toothbrush, toothpaste, things that normally you would have access to if you were living in a place that wasn't at war. But for so many people who have had to leave their homes behind, they have to start fresh and they have to basically live out of a backpack until they can get to a safer location. And so during that journey, the resources and the volunteer work that many people do, not only from Ukraine, but as we've talked about foreigners helping in this situation, it's just critical to make sure these innocent Ukrainians can get some level of assistance. Yeah, any help that can be performed is always good, especially, you know, when you have foreigners going over to Poland and whatnot to pitch into this war effort. I think a lot of that has been inspired by what we've been seeing happening in Ukraine. Americans back here or even in other countries seeing people like your reporting and knowing they have to do at least something. Trey, you've been over there for a while now, just again, recapping this week. Any stories from your reporting that you want to share with us, either good or bad? Yeah, we had one piece of good news this week amid a very bad story. And it was a blind man named Vitaly that we met on March 11th when we were reporting on the front lines outside of the Ukrainian capital. And we were inside of his house speaking with him about what it was like to be stuck in this town. And we went back this week looking for the man. And when we arrived at his house, it was completely destroyed. And so we basically just did what we do as journalists and tried to find out more information about what happened to this very kind, gentle man. And ultimately, we found a phone number for his daughter and we called her and she explained that a Russian shell had hit his house and that he survived against all odds. And we were able to actually reconnect with him at a local hospital. And it was a really beautiful moment, obviously a very difficult story to tell because there is this piece of joy and hope amid a backdrop of death and destruction. Two people died at that location and his house was destroyed, but he survived. And so just that little piece of hope, I think was great to be able to report out to our viewers and update them on a story and a person they had been introduced to early on in this war. Yeah. What was it like when you finally did reconnect with that guy, not knowing what had happened to him? It was a relief because there are so many of these people that we meet along the way. And I often spend time thinking what happens to them. There is a woman we met on a bridge very close to where Vitaly lives in Irpin. And I wonder if she made it to safety. She was with a, a young daughter and there are just these humans who you interact with often quite briefly, but they go on with their lives and sometimes they experience even more difficult situations and scenarios other times they're able to get to safety and start a new life and i just think it's very important to follow up with these stories because you do often find very beautiful things that happen other humans and other ukrainians will help and and offer a lending hand and i think that these are the stories we also have to find amid a conflict like this because it can't just be about the death and destruction because there is also hope and a population who is determined to defend the sovereignty of their country. And intertwined amid that is people like Vitaly. It's individuals who really just care about their community. They care about just surviving. And I think those are the stories we try to tell. Yeah, absolutely. And I think maybe in 
overwhelming storyline, the main theme of this war has been the resolve of Ukraine. Not only its military, its leadership, but its people also. Because so many thought, so many people thought Russia would just roll into Ukraine and take over. That is yet to happen. Now this war has been terrible and devastating, but. The Ukrainians remain firm, and I think that some of these stories you tell today just kind of reinforce that. Fox News reporter Trey Yinks giving it to us from Ukraine. Trey, as always, stay safe, and thank you for joining the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.